stall. And now, now, it's the Mike Calter Show. One oh two five the bone, it is the Mike Kelta show. Almost nine o'clock. Oh, are you supposed to be somewhere at nine o'clock? Oh man. <laughs> I like to go out to time so that people know whether they're late or they're on time. You know, people used to say that. They go, Hey, you know, news starts right at seven. I know if I'm in the shower and I'm listening to the news, I'm gonna be on time. Then you throw me off whenever you do an open letter at eight thirty. I go, Hey, I don't know what yeah. to tell you, you know. Don't count on it. Look at the clock. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the yeah. clock. Uh, we were just having, uh, you know, uh, listen, this is a great job, and we love this job, but we were having a little bitch session about stuff. Yeah. Because any job that you do, you're going to bitch about a little bit and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I read something. This is uh, a list of uh, careers that they say sound cool, but actually aren't cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some of the different ones that they have in here is, uh, let's see, teaching, they say, which I'm sure your wife probably yeah. complains a lot of stuff, which, I, you know, being a teacher, you're underpaid, you're underappreciated, all that type of stuff, and people always come to you and is like, why is my kid so stupid? <laughs> you know, I'm sure there's a lot of that. She enjoys the the children aspect of it. That's so, what she. That's what keeps her doing it. Right. It says teaching. You make a, You can make an impact, but there's also parents to deal with, along with low pay, lack of resources, a lot of after hours work because it's not like they're just working no. at the time they're in the classroom. And the fact that uh, that no matter how hard you try, some kids or teens just won't care at all. Yeah. So that's one of the things about being a teacher. Um, uh, let's see, a chef, which I thought about being a chef. So did I. Because uh, I really enjoy cooking, and I thought about going to culinary school, and I thought, you know, most chefs are, you know, kind of jerks. I could do that. Yeah. Uh, so a chef, they say, uh, like a lot of gigs, your passion can get weighed down by very long hours and needing to rely on people who are not as passionate about their job. I can tell you, and I told this to my son because my son working – and he was saying about uh, something going on, and this person didn't do this. I said, I got this advice a long time ago by a guy who was the general manager of the club that I worked at. And he said, don't expect other people to do the job that you do because you will be let down. Yeah. Because I'm always kind of perfectionist and really try and do anything that I do, I try to do to the best of my ability. And when you see other people that are half-ass in it, you're like, look at this. And it makes you so mad <laughs> yeah. that you can't. Yeah. Because it's the, you know there's so many people that do half-ass job. Meanwhile, you're doing your job. And I'm not saying just me. There's a lot of people, obviously, that feel that way. But, yeah, you'll always be let down if you try and think other people are going to do the job that you're doing. Because you're giving 100% and they're just like, nah, yeah, whatever. for a paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Don't care. You know. Uh, <laughs> oh. Who are, you, uh, who are you pointing to over there? I'm not pointing to anybody. Are you pointing to Pap-Pap back there? No. So your head's moving towards I'll... Pap-Pap. <laughs> oh, look at yeah. that. Look at yeah. that up yeah. Joe, I'll never forgive you for Sporkle. <laughs> Son of a bee. Uh, another one is flight attendant. They say it was glamorized in the past, and there were perks, but you uh, basically are a server who cleans toilets and sometimes <laughs> gets verbally abused. That's yeah. what I honestly, I honestly thought I was going to have to do that when I, like, 
was thinking about like uh, career changes and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. when were you thinking of career changes? <laughs> I mean, every time we last Thursday every week, <laughs> yeah, yeah, today, every, every time or, we say horrible stuff to you right now, particularly yeah. like I'm literally filling out applications. No, but I thought like if I ever you know got fired or like even when I was an intern here and I didn't think I was ever going to get hired, I was like maybe I'll just go and be a flight attendant and that way I get to travel, yeah, see the world. And basically, because I was a bartender server, I was like, I do this stuff on the ground, and at least in the flight, you know. Yeah, right, you get to travel there. and do some different stuff. It does seem like there was a, being a flight attendant, or even like a, it was like a bigger deal back in like yeah. you know, the 80s or the 70s or whatever. Right, yeah, because like in uh, Catch Me If You Can. Yeah, it's like, oh, Where wow. if you're a captain, you know, people are like, oh, captain. And, you know, not that we're disrespecting them now, but we're like, yeah, that's a job. Yeah. You yeah, know, you yeah. don't think of them as being something superior. Yeah. Really, like, oh, but I don't, uniform and- I also don't think the perks are that as good as they used to be because I know Probably my, not. my aunt, my great aunt, she was a flight attendant for Delta. Like she did, that, like that was her whole job. She retired from there. So we used to get like really cheap flights we could uh, like i flew first class when i was seven years old yeah and stuff i can't imagine flying all day long because they do multiple flights yeah like four or five times in a day you got to imagine that they're like where are we pittsburgh yeah Yeah. i don't know where i what city i'm in what time zone i don't know did any of you guys watch the um uh, I can't think of it, but it's with Kaylee Cuoco. It was a I, short series. Oh, yeah. Did, I did. The I, attend, the, yeah. Yeah. I started watching that, and I probably watched, I don't know, five episodes or something, and it just got too much. The, there was only eight, but I mean, oh, I, really? yeah, but I, I enjoyed it. I like her as an actress, did it, but yeah. did it... It wraps up. It does. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll. Because, yeah. yeah. Because there is a lot of back and forth, and you're like, and but and there's a lot of going over it again and again. They recap a lot the same stuff. But I mean, yeah. Because it has the dude from the uh, Gold Company from uh, yeah. Game of Thrones. I like He's him in there as well. Yeah. yeah. He's a good actor. Uh, yeah. I would imagine like that would be a cool thing to do. Uh, is you know if you're young and you just want to go travel a bunch of different places and bang a bunch of people. Does anybody I, know somebody? I, I, yeah, I have I to imagine that you're you're going to different places and meeting people yeah. and having like right or be like yeah I'll be back on Tuesday. Because like imagine if like you and your friend became flight attendants and you guys worked on the same air route, mm-hmm. you would you're basically just traveling with your friend at that point. In every city you stop at, you can hang out, right. go check it out. Yeah, I bet you deal with a lot of jerks though. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, a lot yeah. of people. Sure. Sure. Well, I mean, look at Treat all the like garbage. Look at all the viral videos that go yeah. from people yeah. who don't want to wear a mask yeah. or people that just oh now it's gonna be unruly. Yeah. far worse with COVID. But I don't think I'd be a good flight attendant because I would be like, all right, put your mask on, and somebody would be like, no, I'm not doing. It. I'd be like, okay, okay. all right, yeah, I don't, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever, that's fine with me, whatever. Uh, another one they say is nursing, especially an ER nurse. Uh, you're caring for people, but the level of horror, negativity, and uh, mental exhaustion is uh, is underappreciated. Uh, yeah, Agreed. nursing's got to be. I mean, I, I think you're dealing with a lot of gross stuff too. Yes, you know what I mean. A lot of cleaning up. Yeah, Ugh. And- a lot of lifting things. And- yep. Well, if you think the emergency room, there's probably like a lot of drug overdoses yeah. and stuff like that. So, like the actual clientele, if you want to put it clientele, that way, yeah. the, people, the patrons, yeah, the patients <laughs> that you're actually dealing with are just not the people that you would, and just yeah. the stuff that you're seeing. You, you know, see some yeah. kids come oh, in sometimes. Yeah, somebody and, hit by a car. Oh, somebody yeah. gunshot wounds, oh. stabbing, all those different things. No thanks. Uh, veterinarian. You think you're caring for cute animals, and I think all of us growing up were like, oh, I'll take care of animals. I want to be a vet and stuff. Uh, But it's very uh, stressful because a lot of the owners 
uh, freak out on you and stuff, soul sucking treatment decisions, yeah. which, you know, you got to think there's a lot of times where you're like, you got to put this animal yeah. down, uh, sick and dying creatures that you're dealing with all day long. And you can't ask your patients what's wrong. <laughs> you have to just keep trying. Right. What are yeah. your symptoms? Yeah. Uh, so this was so crazy to the point where I, you know, I, unless I'm involved, I'm probably not going to say anything, but it got to the point where I was going to say something. So I had my dog ghost. We were at the vet the other day and this lady came out of one of the rooms and started yelling at the attendants there. I was like, well, there's other dogs in the uh, waiting area. I can't go over there. What did you expect to happen in a, you know, animal hospital? Other dogs are going to be there. Other animals are going to be there. Like she rented out the whole place. Yeah. And what's wrong with your dog that it can't be around other dogs or anything? By the way, just so you know, I was the only one there and Ghost was sitting there right next to me as calm and yeah. like yeah. laying there totally calm. She didn't even come over that way. She just doesn't want to be around other dogs and stuff. Started yelling at the, and the lady goes, well, I can hold your dog. And she, she goes, well, I have to pay for this now. And by the way, I don't even know if I need it. And if I don't need it, I'm bringing it back. And you're giving me my, and just yelling at these people. And I was just going to be like, lady, calm down. For real, She man. wound up leaving. And I was like, ooh, I made eyes. I did eyes. <laughs> yeah. I did eyes. That was the, the most I did. I did eyes to the, nerd. I went like this. I, went, mm, mm. <laughs> I gave her one of those. I gave her a, mm, mm. Too bad it was an episode of what would you do? And you totally failed. Uh, uh, listen, if I wind up on an episode of What Would You Do, it's probably go to jail because yeah, wait, yeah, wait a second. it is not going to go well. What I don't are you think. doing? <laughs> Stabbing someone. Oh, okay, okay. You're annoying. Stab. Uh, and then the uh, what, number one that they say is a video game developer. Oh, yeah. That sounds super boring. But it sounds like it would be cool. Yeah, but you're just sitting at a computer for like 12 hours a day. That's it. It says you're overworked and underpaid. You only get credit if you're one of the big shots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you developed a game and it was a big smash hit and you were the owner of it and you did it, not, you know, hey, you're working for this company. We own it, dum-dum. Go sit back down at your computer. I feel like that's kind of the way it goes for a lot of these newer jobs that are being created like in our lifetime, like the uh, influencers and stuff like that. Like people can make a living being an influencer and just doing that. But It is a lot of work. It, it's a lot of work, sure. and you almost have to be one of the f- first, like one of the pioneers to start it off to really make that money. Because after that, there's so it's just so watered down. Yeah, that it I I feel like it may be hard to make money. I don't know though, because that's like podcasters. You know, you, you hear so many different people who have podcasts and stuff, but there's some that are making a ton of money. Some. Not a lot. Yeah. There, as many as there are, there's plenty that aren't making any money at all, or they're yeah. happy that they get you know one sponsor who you know will make your T-shirts yeah. for you or whatever it is. Or their mom listens. But there's <laughs> yeah. but there's other ones if you have some sort of little niche thing, whatever, or if you're popular, you know, if you're already a famous person, yeah, that obviously helps with your podcast. But I mean, there's a lot of true crime ones. I know, like I've talked about before, those. Uh, uh, I don't even know what they're called. They do the murder stories and wine, and they're oh yeah, you know, and they go around crime and wine, or I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't particularly care for them. I know there's other people that like them, and they do tours and stuff, and yeah. they I think sell their own wine and everything. <laughs> but it's smart. Genius, yeah. but they're probably working their asses off too, yeah. just like influencers. You may think, oh. Well, that's just a pretty girl. Yeah, but she's constantly putting up stuff on her social media, doing things, 
dealing with marketing people, getting different products that I'm going to use this product or show this product and get money from oh, those people. Yeah. I mean, just think about how many times you post on your Instagram as just a normal person, you know, maybe like once a month, maybe not even that influence influencers have to post daily they have to post multiple whether it's a story post or real gotta get the algorithm you have to do the algorithm you have to do it at a certain time you also have to make sure you're doing what's the trendy thing like there's actually a lot that goes into it it's not just taking pretty pictures and being hot but some people say they're influencers and they're not influencing anything because they don't have a following right but i'm an influencer and you look and they have you know or they pay for their following so you're not doing anything mom well that's the thing i love when you see someone who has like a million followers and you look at and then you click on one of their pictures and they only have a hundred likes and you're like well you bought all of your followers not making any sense here so Uh, i gotta tell you i just took a sip of my water so uh, well i'm i'll tell you what the thing is it (laughs) tastes it tastes weird but i know exactly what it tastes like now so a few weeks back uh i had to use my generator and i had to get gas and i put gas in my car and the cans in the uh, the gas leaked into my Don't car drink gas no but then <laughs> i vacuumed and wet vacuumed and did this and put down carpet fresh and i bought nine million air fresheners and all this stuff then i literally got some of those uh like uh air fresheners that uh, have the wick on them, the glass jar, and has liquid in it. And I just pulled it off and I just dumped it in my car. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So now it smells a little bit like gas and a lot like fresh linen. Yeah. Now, anything that is in my car has that smell. And apparently it transfers into water because I just drank it. And it's like I'm drinking fresh linen water. Yeah, laundry water. It's unbelievable. My mask. Smells so like it because I keep my mask in the car. I feel like I smell like it too. <laughs> Every time I open the door, I'm like, "Oh, oh my god!" Yeah, it's, it's so, so good. much. It's so much. It's too much. Oh, good no, grief! Dude. I just want something that evaporates the smell out. I think you I don't. Gotta... So you don't like the smell of gas? I love the smell of gas. I don't dislike the smell of gas. But I don't want it in my car yeah, overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. I think you think you like the smell of gas until you're like forced to smell right. it in your car. If you yeah. smell it every once in a while, if it gets on your hand, you're like, oh, gas. Yeah. Yeah, See, you know. I could tell you that that is not true. I've always loved the smell of gas because when I was in grade school and high school, we used to play with gas a lot and, and fire. I tell you this, I made the, the napalm with the styrofoam. With the, <sighs> in the, I never told you this story. I don't think so. Where I lit the lines on fire and the fire department came. No. Yeah, I never told this story. No. So, yeah, when I was in high school, uh, me and my buddy made that. You can make napalm with styrofoam right. and gasoline in a big paint bucket. Well, we did that, and we covered some of the, like, the, the lines that are in the middle of the street, the yellow lines. The okay. So we covered like three or four of those with this stuff and lit it on fire. Well, it burns very bright, and it burns for quite a long time, and somebody called the fire department, and they showed up, and I ran away. Oh. Yeah, it was rough. The people were very upset, as they should be. You're lucky you didn't get that stuff stuck on you, too. Dude, no kidding, and the, and the fact that nobody, I mean, we're, what, 13, 14 years old, neither of us got hurt, no <laughs> houses were lit on fire or anything. Well, I showed you the video of my brother-in-law when we were Dude. camping. <laughs> So when I went camping in Tennessee like a week or two ago, um, it rained one night. And we wanted to have a fire, and the wood wouldn't catch because it was all wet. Right. So my brother-in-law, we've been drinking all day. It's like 12 o'clock at night. He thought it would be a great idea to pour gas on the fire. Sure. Not lighter light fluid, yeah. but oh gas. And the fire travels up gas. <laughs> so he had this big you know, big uh, tank of gas, and he dumps it on the fire. He goes, and then it goes up the thing, and he spins it around, and the gas is like oh. 
flying everywhere. No. I'll show you the picture. The trail it was like a, a fire trail everywhere. <laughs> what a lot of people don't realize, too, is the fumes light on fire. Yeah. I didn't realize you know, that. Yeah. yeah. But there's a lot of people. Like, we had that. Remember the one girl that was pouring gas into the back of the guy's car? Oh, yeah. And then went to light it and just, poof, just blows oh. up. Yeah, because the fumes will light for sure. The picture's crazy. I'm like, dude, this could have gone horribly wrong. <laughs> of course, I'm just laughing the whole time because I'm drunk. I'm like, yeah. oh, you're on fire. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like an idiot. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, oldest brothers, they used to do a game with a couple of their friends where there is a forest preserve, and they would light a fire and see how long they could let it burn before they put it out. Yeah, that's, <laughs> oh a, that's a bad game to play. You know who won that? The firemen won that. The firemen won that game. Oh, no. Yeah, that's not a smart game. You shouldn't play with uh, gas or fire. I remember, oh, man. So where I lived, there was uh, our neighbors next to us. They had uh, moved from Arkansas. They're the ones that uh, I was over at their house, and the mom made us uh, sandwiches, and it was some sort of pork spread. Ooh. It was the most disgusting thing. Oh my god! Look at that fire! <laughs> right? That's bananas. Like the gas, you know, if the gas, if the gas starts catching on fire, don't start slinging the gas no. all over the place <laughs> because it idea. too will catch fire and go everywhere. Uh, so they were from Arkansas, and they had a kid, Jeremy, that was my age that I was friends with, and then his younger brother, Rodney. And uh, Rodney was white, white curly hair, just kind of a goofy looking little kid. And uh, I was like, hey, Rodney, I go, is Jeremy here? And he was like, and I was like, what is going on? He was making like all big eyes and stuff. And he goes, I feel dizzy. And I go, are you okay? Like, even as a kid, I was like, there's something wrong with this kid. Something's going on. And he goes, I don't know. And he's like sitting on the floor in the garage next to a gas can. I go, Rodney, did you drink gas? And he was like. I was trying to oh. He was like all slurring his speech and stuff. Oh. I smelled his breath. He had gas on his breath. Oh. I Drink to, it? I had to go. I, don't, I took a sip of it or was huffing it at least. And I had to go in and tell his mom. I go, hey, something's wrong with Rodney. I don't know whether he drank gas or what. And they had to take him to the hospital. Oh, my God. What yeah. an idiot. Oh, he, oh. Was, he really was. <laughs> but he was. it was so weird. Like a little white kid, white curly hair just going, I don't know. <laughs> Have you Dizzy. tried this? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, you got a match? <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Well, Rodney, he's actually the CEO of Exxon now. <laughs> yeah. He's great. He's Did very, not very work advanced. out for Rodney. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's take a break. If you want to give us a call, 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. We'll take a break. We'll be back in just a few. This is the Mike Kelta Show. It's 1025 The Bone. You're listening to The Mike Caltas Show on 